0: Hey everyone, it's Psychic Medium, Tammy Schuster, and welcome to this episode of Angels, Awakenings, and Afterlife. So you guys know from everything that I do, I'm big into journaling and big into reading, and I just thought that I would share this book that I just got with you guys. It's pretty cool. It's actually a journaling book, but it gives you different questions and different things. Cause it's nothing harder when you start journaling than to stare at a blank page. It's pretty intimidating actually. So that's why I always say, write down what you're hearing in your head. Don't like give it too much thought. But this book really caught my eye. It's called the story of my life. It says if a story is in you, then it has to come out. So it's like really cool. And I'm really enjoying going through this. And there are some questions in there that goes from like, early on all the way to like it's even got spaces for me to write in and tell him like I don't know 80 or 90 I think so it's really cool but I just want to share so we're going to go through this getting ready for the new years and you know I'm going to kind of keep going through these and so the book starts out with a saying that every life is packed with stories worth telling and no one can tell them better than the person who lived them the story of my life if a story is in you, it has to come out. Okay. So I'm really loving this book. I've only been doing it for a while, but I'm super glad that I did get it. And it is called the story of my life and you guys, it is so cool. Cause at the top of each page, there's different things. Some days are pretty easy to fill out. And I'll tell you, I've skipped a lot of pages and the thoughts are in there and you've got to come back and try to figure it out. So I kind of, these questions I wrote down, but I've not answered yet. So I'm going to be kind of doing them with you. Um, I will be sharing some that I did already work through. Um, So remember a time when you were looking forward to something for a really long time, what was it? And did it live up to your expectations? I thought this was really cool because I'm not just talking about just something that you're looking forward to talk about to something that we dread, like we get worrying about, we fixate it, we fixate more on things we don't want to do versus want to do. So as much as I wanted to twist that around, because I can think of millions of times that I've thought of something that was going to be really bad, and it didn't turn out as bad. But then to think about something that I really, really look forward to and long for and couldn't wait for it to happen. And it goes back to probably my 40th um, birthday. And the actually the only vacation I've ever had with my husband um, as a couple. And we actually went to Aruba with another couple. And we planned this for a year because and this was back you guys, 18 years ago. So it was not crazy expensive like it is now. So we did plan for a year and we saved. And each time I would do the vacation deposit, I would say, cause each week I would go in and put a little bit. And each time I did, I would say something about why I'm making this deposit and something fun I was going to do. And I can honestly say without a doubt, other than the plane, <laughs> the plane ride and going into room that's windy all the time. And the, I don't like I mean, I don't mind flying, but if I'm in turbulence, I get a little bit worried. And the first time I've ever flown on a plane was for this vacation. And that is a very long flight to um, take for your first vacation. So other than the turbulence, which scared me really bad, and it was so bad going down that um, coming back, I'm like, okay, I don't know if I can get back on a plane because it's like the winds there are are steady all the time. So the plane is shaken, taken off. So that was really the only bad thing about the entire vacation. It was definitely way, way more than I I could have ever hoped for. Um, A goal to make it back, it's been 18 years, hasn't happened since, but it was definitely um, 100% worth it other than the, the turbulence that scared me pretty bad. So, and this one says, don't think just right. Describe the first time you, you ever stood up for yourself. Oh, geez. So I think that, um, there's a lot of times I probably stood up for myself that I don't remember. And we have to be careful because standing up for ourselves and fighting back are two different things. Sometimes I think we go on the defense, but I don't view being defensive about something as really standing up for myself. If that makes sense. So I wouldn't use the times that, like, if someone says something I don't agree with them, I don't think that really means I stood up for myself. That means I might have stood up for what I was thinking or how I view things. I would have to say, um, going through my life, there's been so much crazy things. The first time I probably ever remember that I 100% stood up for myself was probably about 20 years ago. Isn't that sad? I'm going to be 58 and I'm going back just 20 years ago. And I would say when it was when I finally decided I was not gonna hide in who I was anymore. I was coming out. I was letting everyone know who I who I am, what I can do. So because for me that was really standing up for myself. it was something that no one else could do for me because a lot of times when we're timid or scared, other people jump in and help. but this is one time that no one could tell my story because no one really knew my story other than my grandma and um, very few people. So I would say that is the first time. Um, so the next thing is, (laughs) this is funny when you have strong opinions, do you voice them (laughs) or do you keep them to yourself? Um, I, (laughs) I would like to say, keep them to myself, but that's a lie. Um, 99.9% of the time it comes out of my mouth. I've gotten more graceful and I will do the three second delay before my mouth just shoots off, but I, I don't feel, I don't feel we should definitely hurt people, but I feel that it, the, the key word here, you guys, is strong in case you miss it. It says when you have strong opinions. I don't think every opinion needs to come out of our mouth because it's just that it's an opinion. A strong opinion to me signifies something that I 100% believe in, that I'm pushing, that I'm passionate about. And I would I would have to say when it is a strong opinion, it def- I definitely voice them. Um, I do, when I say keep them to myself, I would say maybe for the three second delay that I've taught myself that just cause it's in my head, doesn't mean it needs to come out of my mouth because I will still share my opinions, but I think I can change the way that I voice them. So I use that three second delay for that. But the key word is strong. If it was just when you have an opinion, do you voice them or keep them to yourself? That one, I would have answered 100% differently because I would have definitely, I, I have so many opinions that. You know, I don't think we need to run around sharing everything, but if it's something that's strong, that means it's important to me. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but if I have a strong opinion about something, that means that it really resonates with me, my gut, my guides. There's a reason why I'm feeling that way. Um, (laughs) What is your relationship with food? Oh my God. Like me and food need to seriously break up because for any of you... I have friends that when they're stressed, they don't eat. I am 100% the opposite way. And this is the holiday season and stress is all around us. And so, yeah, I have a, a bad relationship with food. When I am stressed, I will eat anything that I probably shouldn't eat. Um, so 100%. So, um, another question. What movie have you watched again and again and again and why? Well, I will tell you that The Notebook. I don't know how many of you have watched that. I'm sure a lot. And my reasons for watching it now versus maybe my reasons for watching it a long time ago have changed. Now I watch it just because I'm living it and I think I used to watch it because it makes you believe that true love really exists and people do stay together they're with you forever you know the whole cliche um I would watch it to believe it to hope it now I watch it to say gosh I hope that's what we're leaving our kids so I would say the movie that my go-to is the same um but the why is changed. and we're allowed to change why something matters to us from day to day you know you, you guys don't have to stay stuck the same. So <laughs> name one person from your whole life who's made you laugh the most. Describe what that person did that was funny. Tell the story that always makes you smile. Well, the thing that comes to my mind, and this is what you guys have to go. There's probably a million stories in my life that are funny. And um, it's we got to go with the first one. The What's the quick thing? And so what probably is the funniest story probably wasn't very funny during the, during the time. So I was out mowing and doing some things outside quite a few years ago. And my husband was pulling on some string that had some I don't know, it was stapled to his shot or something. And he pulled really hard on the string and and this big industrial staple came out, went through his lip, broke two teeth. Now that's not the funny part. That is like the, Oh crap part. Like I didn't see it happen, but he's just standing there with me and he, and he's, I look up and he's smiling and he's missing his front tooth and the next tooth. And he's got like blood coming out of his mouth. So instantly I'm thinking, you know, I see the staple it's rusty. We go to the emergency room. Now, if you've ever met my husband, he's very funny, but you don't know if he's being serious or not and you he could really pull some good pranks so we are in the emergency room and the doctor comes in and then the nurse had done all of his vitals or whatever the doctor comes in and asks him to ask what happens and my husband says well she hit me with a 2 before," and he said i didn't think about it i could have grabbed my tooth that's still in the board and i am like and he doesn't laugh he doesn't tell the doctor he's kidding i'm sitting here telling the doctor oh my god that's not what happened my husband's keeping the straightest face ever and then, so the doctor goes out and I'm telling him, dude, you can't be doing that. You can't be saying it. You can't be. And then there was, I don't know what was going on down the hall, but there were some police officers out in the hallway in the emergency room in front of a door. And I told my husband, I said, if they come in here because of what you said, the missing teeth are the least of your problems. So it wasn't very funny then, but like when the kids hear it, it's, it's funnier and funnier each time because like, I didn't know if he was. Yeah, he, you can't tell if he's joking or not, you know, so I would have to say um he definitely as that one funny, not funny, terrified joke, you know, when people always say, oh, you'll laugh later, and it's not so funny in the moment, that is definitely one of those stories that you will laugh later. Okay, so another one, and you guys, you really need to get this book because I'm having so much, like... I'm jumping around a lot because some of these questions are very tough, very hard. And like, don't do it if you're not going to be honest. And this is probably one book when I finish it, I will burn because I don't, there's some things in here that are very hard and very personal, but I believe that we have to be honest. Don't write what you want. Don't write it down thinking you're going to leave it for someone to find. Your family is going to be so impressed with you. I already got one of those journals It's called called the the makeup journal. Although it doesn't have that in the title, I'm writing all these great things that I did in my life, even though I haven't done them like bungee jump off of the Eiffel tower, um, zip line through the Amazon. I ain't done any of that, but if I ever forget where I am or what I'm doing, or if my kids find it, they're going to think, when did mom do all this stuff? This is pretty great. This is not one of that book for this, because this takes you through, like I said, things from early on to school years to adulthood um right down to it goes all the way to 81 to 85 and so i will save those pages but the rest when i answer are going to be um yeah they're going to be not displayed i'm just going to read just some of your um things and the and the the memory of associ- the word associations are probably the hardest because they want you to write don't think just write and like this one is what memory comes to mind when you hear the word word betrayal. Um, and the sad thing is when I do that, like my brain goes to a Rolodex. It's not just um, a memory. It's like, I have so many memories of it. So there's, and I know that that's sad, but it is what it is. And I'm going to write them out all I can in detail. Um, so it goes into adulthood. Anybody who keeps the ability to see the beauty never grows old. So they do an adulthood one, there, is, I mean, this book is just phenomenal. Young adulthood and first, and that's definitely pages that are gonna get burnt. Um, those are things that I need to share. Like they say, if the story's in you, it needs to come out of you. And I think this is really good getting ready. I always say don't leave with any regrets and make sure that what you, you know, whatever you wrongs you've done in your own life, like you make peace, you let it come out. Um, this book will pull them out of you. I'm here to tell you. Uh, another chapter is childhood and family. And, you know, I don't know a whole lot about my family, honestly. So that, that one has been pretty tough. And the blanks that are in there is not because I'm refusing to write. It's because I don't really know. I mean, they're blanks and just like, you know, family times and the favorite family vacation you had growing up. We never had vacations growing up, so I couldn't really do that. You know, um, one that I love that was really easy for me was they have a lot of these in here that's called the top 10. and name 10 people you call when something major good or bad happens in your life and why do you go to these guys? Out of the 10 you guys and I know I have a lot of people in my life but out of the 10 I can only write five. Um so because I don't know I have it's the betrayal thing the question that we talked about before where what do you think about when you hear what memory comes to mind when you hear the word betrayal. I hear way too many word betrayal and a lot of more than one memory. So that one's real hard. Um, And then describe your physical appearance as a teenager. How are you aware of how you looked and how did you feel about your body? The only thing I'm going to say is what I, the way that I felt was pretty much put on by me back then, because Yeah, we're talking 50 plus years ago. And we thought people were mean girls then. I am, I can't imagine what the body shaming, you know, we didn't have the social media like there's now social media is good. Social media is bad. So I can't imagine. I know as an adult, I feel I'm more pressured from the world than I ever was as a kid. As a kid, I think I did it to myself. As I get older, um, times have changed and it's out there. Like I will post things with a picture and I will get comments or messages that say, why would you wear a shirt like that? Or, ooh, that color is ugly on you. Or, you know, you might want to lose weight before you do that. Or, I mean, you guys, we got to stop and think. So this goes back to the be kind thing. So I would definitely say now. Society has more of an influence now on how I view myself growing up. Um, I did it to myself. I think there's a difference of feeling unloved and how you view yourself for sure. But friends didn't judge me back then on how I looked or what I wore. Thank goodness. Um, I think I did. But nowadays, like, I can you. I can do a video or a picture and within whatever time someone's always got something to say about it nice not nice whatever so we're going to take this journey together i you guys new year's is coming up i encourage you to find this book it is called the story of my life and it is a journaling book, and it asks you the questions. And please be honest, you don't have to share it with anyone. And I am going to burn this, I probably will have a burning party. Um, when I get ready to burn this, there's certain things that I'm proud of in there. And there are certain things that I'm not, but it's saying if it's in you, it needs to come out of you. And I 100% agree. I know I don't have a problem staring at a blank page in journaling. It's intimidation. But this is challenging me to get out a lot of junk that's just buried in there. And I, it's, it is so healing and it is sad. And there's parts that I write that make me really sad. And then there's parts that I write when they're asking about what you've overcome and what your accomplishments are. The question that is in this book that's in every book that is always the easiest is "Who's your? when you think of the word hero, who do you think of and why? Um, If anyone knows me, y'all know it's my grams. Um, My grandma will always be my hero. I will have other people who are heroes in my life, but she will be that always that first person that comes to my mind. So we are going to do this through the new year. And then I want to encourage you or challenge you to get this book. I want to encourage you to be 100% honest with yourself. Hide the book. Do what you need to. I don't care. You don't need to leave it laying out. Burn it, tear it up, shred it write it, get it out of you. If a story's in you, it has to come out. So remember what I say until we talk again, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. And guys, we'll talk next week.